You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. Bumping a little Angie Stone. Hey, hey. Right? Yes. I wish I didn't miss you anymore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of here at AfterBuzz TV. Um, this is for RB Divas. This is episode five, season two, and we were not available to tape last week, so we're doing um, episode five first, and it was entitled Grammy Don't Play That. And as you can th- see, yeah. things have changed. Yes. <laughs> we have females <laughs> now. Estrogen on the map. Let me see your hideout, brother. Yeah. So we want to <laughs> yeah. thank you again for watching, and um, we want to thank you again for watching After Buzz TV for RB Divas. I'm your host, Bam Erickson, and please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Tay. Monique. I am Alfred Nolan Thomas II. Hey guys, I'm Chloe Onyx. All right, so let's just go right into it. So mm-hmm. last week's episode, episode five, um, Latavia had a photo shoot with her manager Corey. And um, what did you guys think about it? She's beautiful, like I thought she was, but that <laughs> seems to be the only thing that she's offering <laughs> to the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought. The actual shoot that she did went well. It, she looked great. Um, I would love to hear her actually sing at some point, but <laughs> I, we, I, I gather that that is a, a small issue for her. Mm-hmm. So. Well, she was offered. She was offered to to be in another another play, and yeah. it mm-hmm. appears that she's trying to pursue acting. So, which is cool. I think honestly, I mean, with the way her being in a Destiny's Child has exposed her to so much. It's the kind of uh, opportunity that I think everybody gets being that, you know, you have some kind of exposure. Not necessarily what you start off with is what you're going to end up with. And I think hopefully this is a hint that, you know, she sees her future and the different options that she's afforded for herself. Um, I just want to know how she got on the show. Like, no, for real. Like, <laughs> like good- I mean... And they make a point of like, if you realize before each diva has their segment or section, they're singing yeah. and she's not singing. So she, I'm she's, like, she sung twice. Really? Twice. All right. I got to go back she and watch it. She hummed one. Oh, it was a hum. It was well, a hum. It was a fierce hum. hum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, me, me, <laughs> pers- me personally, the, <laughs> the singing interludes wear me out because just, I don't like them. They're, they're getting worse and worse every time. Yeah. I think it's like an expression. You know, each person could just do their own little swag, their own little thing. I would rather if they did a cover of a song that we're familiar with rather than a, you know, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. if, they, okay. if they would do something of of some a, a song, like a tidbit of one of their songs. I will say this. Maybe stuff. a lyric or two. Yeah. Yeah. Off the first season, they had more belters in the cast so it yeah. made sense but now with the way they're going i think they should you know modify what <laughs> their transitions are to say the least yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean 
I'm, I yeah. like it a little bit. I mean, it's just... I'm, I, I'm fond of I it. I always just want to see what they're going to do. And I guess everybody's just not I'm impressed. always for a good run, you know what I mean? If yeah. you can, you know... But some, like... Sometimes it be sounding like they literally just trying to get through it so they we can get in. I'm like, if it's gonna be that, then just cut to the segment. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't need a if if you're gonna look bored. Yeah, doing it. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I um, you know, well, we'll there's a lot that we're gonna say about Latavia. So, but oh, yeah. as far as this, as far as the magazine is concerned, she has her manager Corey, who I remember seeing him as a manager for SWV's reality show. Yes, and so now he's managing Latavia, and she wants to pursue acting and that she doesn't feel that she's ready to be a singing artist. Well, I mean, I, th- I feel like if that's how she truly feels, nobody can make her feel otherwise if she's not ready genuinely. But you are part of R&B divas. Like, you yeah. you understand that that concept and people are going to expect that, as they've said throughout the show, like... They're going to expect you to sing. Now, that's fine if you want to pursue, you know, get your Carrie Washington on and go ahead, girl, do your thing. <laughs> but know that because of your past and because where majority of people know you from, they don't know you from the plays yet yeah. or from the TV shows yet. So you might want to go with what, you know, yeah. hone those skills again, which I'm sure she has. I think it's just a fright thing and just go for it, you know? I think she might have lost her voice. That's what I feel like. Whenever she talks, it's just real, like, Smoker like mm. voice. I'm just mm. always like, mm. well, but then there's Macy Gray. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. exception to the rule. But also, <laughs> but also, she's acknowledged that she's not a lead singer. But if mm. you go back and listen to Destiny Child songs, Latavia always sung the bottom note. So she's more of a, like a, a mm. like a mid to low alto, um, possibly first tenor. So mm. it's I think her speaking voice has you know goes with goes with what her what her tone is mm-hmm. um i think the only problem for me is that the women are starting to be annoyed with the fact that she's does not want to sing right. but yeah. i don't feel that they're doing anything to help her as far as we haven't seen any clips where they do uh exercise vocal exercise they haven't taken her to the studio she hasn't right. done any kind of uh uh, uh any any singing lessons. And you think this and would be would, the point where Angie Stone would be right, doing the mother right. thing? And but she, is this their job? Like, but if they're going, if they're if they're going to, on one side, okay, we encourage you, we understand. No, it's not their job. But you are in a part of a show. She says she's not a lead singer. I mean, me personally, when. I would have realized if I was an army diva and she was on the show, the moment that I would have realized that she's on the show, my red flag would already been up because mm. she never sung lead when she was mm. with Destiny's Child except for maybe one little small part. Mm. And we haven't seen her in 13 years. So I would already have a red flag to be like, okay, well, How what is, what is, what is she, you know, like I would have questioned her, her diva status because I, as a, as one of those True. ladies, I would have never, I'd have been like, why is she on here? Exactly. I so. probably would have thought the same caddy. thing. Maybe that's caddy. Nobody wants to be the caddy one. Yeah. Well, but, okay, well. Like, you're right, though. When I think of Diva, I think of uh, Mariah Carey. I think of Winnie Houston. Longevity. I think of Shaka Khan. I think of Icon. Yeah. And, you know, and I understand the whole point of R&B Diva, I feel, is like divas who have not gotten their shine like they should have. Like, they're almost, like, unsung, mm. you know, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. But Latavia, I'm just like, okay, sh- Like you said, she's not a lead singer. So what is Diva about her? It would have been Mm -hmm. different, I feel like, if she had came on the show with the intention of 
becoming that lead yeah. singer and, 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 you know, surrounded with those <coughs> strong singers like the Kikis and the, and, you know, the Angies and, and, you know, kind of get, searching yeah. for the, the help to, to get to that point because yeah. she, I feel like if, you know, if she really worked hard, she probably could get that. But I don't know if maybe this wasn't the platform for her to even go that route. She maybe just is using it so she can get her face out there. say, you may have all the ducks in the line. If you are not the true talent, it will show and it will look awkward but for you to be in that position. She has Very talent. Talented. She just she has talent. When we, not Diva talent. No, 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 no. no. She, she has laryngitis. When we go to episode six, I'm actually going to defend Latavia. So just, oh, okay. you just hold on to that. Let's let's go to now Monifa and her uh, fiancé, mm. Therese. They were planning... Um, they were planning for their wedding mm-hmm. and you know there's some restrictions as far as what states can they um legally be married in so yeah. they wanted to do the islands they didn't want to have the ceremony but um but couldn't do it in they, every, every they, island. They, some islands yeah. aren't accepting yeah. Yeah. They still aren't but they were trying to go to bahamas or they were they were trying to go to like the islands or bahamas but you know not all of the not all the Places within there, you know, but Hawaii's cool with it. it. So hey. now they're gonna do they're gonna do Hawaii because it has like legal binding ceremony. So, what's your thoughts on their I, whole relationship? I thought that was cool. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> we are in an, an evolving society, so you, I I believe that you shouldn't have to force anybody to change their heart as long as they are accepting and and know how to coexist. You know, I, I think is there's two extremes. There are people who are, are super pro, and there are people who are just anti. You know, what I mean, right. and that's not going to change by a drop of a dime. You know, there are Donald Sterling's out there. There are people that you know embody different points of view, and with the way that our world is changing and allowing people to live their lives, you shouldn't make. I think it, it's positive to go. In the proper grain, look for somebody who's accepting. Why would you want to be in the environment? Not to say that you should be forced to find the place, but as we evolve to being figuring it out from both sides, I think that they represented a proper mindset to go about it. Just like when they went through the surgery, I thought there's an adult wisdom within them as individuals as well as a couple. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought. I I thought it very interesting. They're very big on the energy and mm-hmm. where they ha- where they decide to be has to just be the right fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, it's 2014. There's there's gonna be places that accept it. There's states that still don't accept it, and there's states that do. So right. you just you gotta roll with the punches, just like any any situation, any other situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy that they found a, a place that can kind of bring what they were looking for as far as far as the island, you know, and that that feel of just being near the water. I'm sure and having that energy around them, and 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 still be able to be legally recognized as a married, you know, or married couple. So I feel like that was probably the most important thing, regardless of which island they, you know, went to, whether it was the Bahamas or a Hawaii, you know, so I think that it's awesome that they found that type of place where it could be recognized and they can go forward with their, with their plans. Well, for me, when it comes to energy, I feel that there's something missing in a relationship that does not come off, um, as a true, genuine couple, um, they 
they taped R&B Divas. And this also has to do with the fact that, you know, I live in Los Angeles. We hear things that go on. I haven't seen not a picture. I haven't seen a video of them on any of the uh, on any of the urban blog sites mm-hmm. of them being married a picture when Monifa was on Wendy Williams a couple weeks ago I don't think I saw a ring what's really going on uh, so, I mean they not Kim and Kanye you know what I'm saying <laughs> so they ain't gonna just hit the blogs like that maybe take more time I they probably got photo albums family archives you know what I'm saying but Madame Noir tends to cover R&B Divas and I saw nothing on Madame Noir so oh, I'm just saying I'm just that I wonder I just he wants to know. I just want to know: Are they are they really married? Or maybe something didn't. Maybe we haven't seen how things turned out yet. Yeah, all I know is you don't get lipo for nothing. And she had a <laughs> a shape for goal of wedding dress lipo. Yeah. Mm. So I imagine they at least accomplished that. Well, what? Well, well. Speaking of accomplished, we have a, a break that we're going to take you to. So we'll be right back. All right. That was not. <laughs> hey guys, Maria Menunos here, and I want to share my newest book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness with you. Basically, every woman always stops me and asks me how I lost 40 pounds. So I decided to put it all in one book. Everything I did to lose 40 pounds step by step and how you can too is in here. I did it with no time, no money and no willpower. And now I'm going to show you how to do it too. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold. And it's out June 3rd. So I hope you guys love it. I hope it helps you in your weight loss journey. And please, please tweet me and update me on your progress at Maria Menounos. Thanks. All right, and we're back here with R&B Divas uh, discussing episode five of season three in Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. now Kiki's house, Monifa and Selena uh, show up to Kiki's house and they have a little chitter chatter and they want (laughs) to discuss the fact that they are nominated for a Grammy for the compilation CD that they did with Faith Evans called R&B Divas. Mm -hmm. Faith Evans presents... Faith Evans presents R&B Divas. And so they were happy, ecstatic. um, Which they should. Which they should because Mm -hmm. Selena was the only, out of the the three women, Selena is the only one that's been nominated for a Grammy. Uh, Monifa nor Kiki has not been nominated. So Mm -hmm. they were excited about it. But... um, but something that struck with Kiki is she says she called Faith Evans on the phone and she says that that only Faith is invited to the ceremony. So Kiki automatically had red flags. Well, mm-hmm. if we all nominated, why the hell is only Faith, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, gets a ticket? So she calls Faith. We didn't we didn't hear the conversation, but this is what this is what Kiki's saying. Mm-hmm. She's saying uh, uh, Faith is saying to Kiki that only that only Faith is invited, but. They she can, ain't hating on your shine or something. They can come too. They can walk they, too. She, she's not selfish that they can walk the carpet, right. but they have to buy their own tickets. Yeah. <clears throat> she will let will them. Say, she the, tried that it. That was the key word for me. I will say. She, she tried it. walk the red carpet. Yeah. I'll let you on It, it was carpet. very weird saying. Uh, it was a weird statement for <clears throat> to come from somebody who, you know, let's, let's just put it. This is my project. I want you to be a part of it. It ends up having some accolades. If if I were the uh, leader or key figure, I would imagine that being a part of it would make me feel some type of way. I like to treat my people, you know, good, if mm-hmm. not right. And I think that was an opportunity for her to connect with the women. I mean, I'm sure 
that ticket wasn't couldn't have been that that expensive. Like buying the ticket, not to bank. yeah, so, not to so. be in her pockets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I felt like was it three women? I think that's a situation that could have been, you know, well represented of divas coming together or something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a ball dropped by her and reaction. Not, and not only were those three women on the project, but I believe Fantasia and Kelly Price was on the CD as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So. Mm-hmm. And Selena said she wrote. And Selena she wrote said, yeah, she said she wrote on song. So that's like so. Yeah, that to me is a little. And so what they decided to do was because they were Grammy nominated, that they would have the one night only in LA doing Grammy weekend mm-hmm. again. Which because I live in LA, I know I ain't go down. <laughs> I would have heard about it, or I would have went. So hey. I know that that didn't happen because. Mm-hmm. Um, Faith had a Grammy party that mm-hmm. I went to, and I didn't see any of the divas. Wow. So at least them, Nikki Gilbert and Faith and uh, and Kelly was there, but Monifa, uh, Kiki, nor Selena was there. So um, wow. it, it, it sucks. It's, they got yeah. some shade yeah. going on. Yeah. It, it sucks that that they they got played, but um, <laughs> I really feel like, for they, lack of better words, yeah. they or were a part of it. Yeah, you and know? and then so when they were at the at when they were at their divas rehearsal, which is ironically we're discusses, you know, there hasn't been any form of rehearsal. There's only mm. been there's only, they've only been talking yeah. about it, and so <laughs> and so it was brought up, and then um, Mother Stone decides that she wants to interject. And starts getting into this long speech about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't find, and I watched it twice to try to figure. <laughs> not gonna lie, to try to figure out what her 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 point was. Not not to take anything away from the fact that she's been nominated before. That's great, yeah. you know, amazing. You're a talented woman, Angie Stone. But was was that? helping anything I feel like because she's older she feels like she has to give the pearls of wisdom or or something along those lines and I think what she was trying to do is just tell them to be happy it's a joyous time you've been nominated and it just turned into more like talking at them and not with them and Monifa just got offended yeah well because I think she told her to shut up or be quiet or something Something, real quick that that Monifa was like wait a second boo she's getting real rude (laughs) (laughs) she's like all I'm saying is if I'm nominated I'm going (laughs) and I understood that fact you know I think she just didn't like that she wasn't included and I think it's it's a little bit of shade. Well, and, well, when they did the when they yeah, did the RBD, but An- Angie wasn't a part of the show mm-hmm. yet. I just feel like sometimes Angie wants to, to be the head. Everything she wants yeah. to be, you know, the head mother hand Spoke who always has, mm-hmm. yeah, who always want to have something to say. And Monifa was obviously annoyed because she she felt like this was her Say-o-kay. opportunity. This is this is her opportunity where she's potentially may not get the Grammy nod. So mm. I, I understand right. where she was coming from as far as that aspect is concerned. Yeah. Um, one one of the other things that I do like uh, with this season is we see the girls in the studio a lot. So we saw mm-hmm. Angie Stone in the studio and we saw Selena. Angie Stone was in the studio uh, working on the track that Tyrese sent. I love that. Um, I love how she had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Tyrese sent me a track. He really knows well, does, does Tyrese <laughs> Does Tyrese send his own tracks? When the last time? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 he has the group with. Because um, I was going to say, like, why is it? Thank you. Why isn't he sending his own tracks to himself? So I just thought, Angie, sometimes Angie could be a bit much. But what did you guys think about the song that? 
That, it was all right. I yeah, thought it was cool. okay. Yeah. And that's the one that she put her, her daughter on, correct? Did she uh, let her daughter, didn't she? I don't remember. Daughter, she let, uh, I believe, her daughter it was sing called, on. It was called Your Love. It was called Your Love's Getting Old. Oh, yeah, that was, that was with her daughter. Oh, okay. Her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a cool track. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, that's the banger. That's the next Grammy nominee. But it was oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. Now now I'm, I got the two mixed yeah. up. But yeah, now I'm remembering. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. And, that's, <laughs> and then Selena came into the studio and she wanted to get advice from Angie because she had the songs writer's that she block. needed to get for, for her deal. Yeah. And she was having writer's block. So there was this whole discussion about, well, do you allow other writers to write for you or do you want to write for yourself because sometimes when you, I guess for a singer, because I'm not a singer, but I guess sometimes singers who write, they can only emote to what they feel, mm-hmm. not versus what other people write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that that was a valid, um, um, a valid point in why Selena was hesitant to let other writers write for her? I think that as an artist you're expected to be a singer songwriter period like it's a lot of singers are expected to just come with that talent and I feel like to write I, I songwrite so to write is a gift and to be able to to write for different people and to tap into what you think other people are feeling is, is a gift in itself and I feel like when you are a singer just because of the expectation is from your producer from your managers from whoever is to come in and be able to knock out these songs and it should just be there you know what I mean mm-hmm. but not every singer is a songwriter so it's I, mean, I kind of felt like I don't know maybe it was me looking too much into it but I kind of felt like they were almost low key reading each other. Like Angie was kind of like, well, you know, it's not that, you know, big of a deal to have somebody, you know, write something for you. And Selena was like, well, I usually write my own stuff, you know? And, and, and I think Angie was trying to like tell it like, you know, obviously, because she, she has songs written for her sometimes that it's okay to yeah. have a song written well, for you. You know, she's like, I go out there and find songs that I wish I wrote. So. Well, I think it's because she was trying to make her feel like mm-hmm. it's okay because, mm-hmm. you know, she had been there before. She's like, there was a time when I had writer's block. Yeah. And let's remember, Angie's been in the business since the 70s. Right. Exactly. Which a lot of people just don't know. They don't realize that. Exactly. So I feel like she wanted to let her but know Angie's like, it's okay. Gonna let, but Angie's going to let you know every chance she gets mm-hmm. that she's been in the game since <laughs> <laughs> and we know now. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah. but Chloe, I will disagree with you on a statement that you made. You said that all singers are expected to to write these days. Yes. Oh, these it, days because I was yes. going to say Payla Bell does not write Whitney Houston to write her songs. Yeah, so, but today yeah. it's like first of all, artist development has pretty much gone out the door. They expect you to come in the door as a package ready mm-hmm. to go. You need to be Whitney on you know right here on the spot when you walk in the door for you know trying to get this deal. Where years ago there was a sense of artist development there was a sense of you come in and you hone your craft and you get better and you learn and we have a team of songwriters and we have a team of producers now no they want you to come in the door ready to go you need to be able to write sing dance act do it all there's so many people that can do all that exactly and then and you need to have 500,000 youtube followers and your twitter followers and that and pretty much you need to already come in the door selling records like Mm. this is what is expected of the industry today so why you have to write yeah, why you have to. So it's mm-hmm. like, and play some instruments because it's competitive now. Mm-hmm. So these are all the things that are uh, that are expected of artists right now. And it's just like, I feel like Selena being around for so long is in a sense of like, well, I'm supposed to be a singer-songwriter. This is what's expected to me. But when you have that block, you know, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I mean, with them, they've been in the game for so long <laughs> that you can get drained or get to a point where it's repetitive. Yeah. I mean, I imagine... 
your first couple of years to your last edge of the 20, I think you are a totally different artist. And sometimes you probably exerted the best of yourself and need reinventing or collaborating in order to get somewhere. I also think for, I also think for Selena that the time factor is what's really stressing her out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she knows that this is going to make or break her. Mm-hmm. She has this platform. She has R&B Divas. Yes. And if the songs don't pop, Exactly. Then yeah. she's gonna bust, and she's got that, that, that <laughs> you know that guy that's very <laughs> interested in in giving her all these opportunities. So she, in her mind, she's probably like, "Oh, I don't have time Seriously. to just sit around and think about, oh, what am I gonna write? No, like I need I need bangers, and I need them now. Yeah. And if I'm not spitting them out or writing them out, somebody else you know the, has to do it for her. The other thing too is that these women aren't young. So mm-hmm. and and I'll tell you this as my experience as a songwriter. Whenever you have publishing houses or people who they want people in their 20s they want young they want now they want what is that 17 year old talking about because that's what's going to connect with everybody else these women are that older these women are, are, are I don't want to mm-hmm. say that they're not that they're losing their beauty but they're a little bigger they're not the cute little teeny bopper anymore mm-hmm. and that's what our economy in America strives on is youth mm-hmm. and, not, and not only that but let me also just piggyback on that in addition to that R&B is almost dead right now and there's down. only there's only <laughs> yeah. certain stations that play music that fit their demographic. Here mm-hmm. in LA, we have KGLH. Mm. That's pretty much it. And so it's like you either have to be you have to be Jason Derulo, uh, Chris Brown, Rihanna, and that realm of R and B, which some people question: Is it R and B? Is you know, it's it's kind of yeah, it's, it's more so hip-hop. pop. And then you have the adult contemporary, who's normally for the older crowd. Mm-hmm. And so it's really difficult for them to try to figure out which lane, which lane, because they're in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like we not fifty, but we not twenty, but yeah, you know, they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. There was uh, just one up before we discuss Angie's birthday party. I just want to also mention that that um, that Monifa and Therese's parents came to oh. to see them, and I, I thought that was that, that was, was special. That was I thought that was cool. I thought yeah. that was super sweet, and the, yeah. and and especially like I I I'm. I mean, I cry at like Oprah or Bill, <laughs> Dr. Phil. So it's, I, I got a little misty, you know, when, when Monifa <laughs> got misty, when, you know, the moms were asked to be, to, to, to walk, walk them down the aisle, you know, cause it's, it's, it's one of those things. Like I feel like she really wasn't sure whether her mother was going to be, be on board. And even though I feel like she kind of was a little hesitant as opposed to Therese's mom was like, Oh, Yes, mm-hmm. I was waiting for that. You know, um, <laughs> Moniva's mom was a little hesitant, but I, you know that's mother's love when she says, "If it's gonna make you happy, baby, I'll do it." So. And that's real because you got to remember she's old school. That's not mm-hmm. when she was brought yeah. up. She was brought up like that is wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said it. No, men are supposed like, to marry women. Exactly. So. so that takes a lot for her to come up out of you know what she her beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baptist culture, Church of God in Christ, bones. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. River Joy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true, yeah. But it was sweet. It was a special moment, I think, right. for that show. And there were some moments that I thought was very entertaining for Angie's birthday party. So <sighs> Angie's fiance got live. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be that live. Right. Angie, <laughs> Angie's fiance, Ashanti, wanted to throw her a birthday party mm-hmm. and wanted to invite the divas to come and sing. Mm-hmm. So when they were at the meeting where Angie turned up about the whole Grammy thing, she mm-hmm. asked the girls if they were saying <laughs> Selena seems like oh sh- shoots like you know I'm not trying to always sing every time that there's an event do you think that do you think that Selena and pretty much Selena and Kiki 
sometimes or Monifa are the singers that will get up and, and, and will sing. Do you think that when they have when they have parties and events, do you think that they should sing, or do you think yes. Selena have the right they to? They all trying to revive them li- their lives. They need many opportunities. You they are can. like seriously. I'd be looking like, okay, stop it, five. You know that you need to sing. You need, you need someone to money. know that you're out here trying to get back in it. They make it seem like, oh, I gotta do this again. <clears throat> like, oh, I need I a just, rest. I need a break. You need a rest and a break. You wouldn't be on this show. I keep stop going it. back to the fact that you guys know you're on R and B. Divas, like that, should come with the the connotation behind it. Like, oh, I'm probably gonna have to sing a lot, a lot, <laughs> um, which a lot. in theory I think would be a good thing because yeah. you'd want to show the public, not you know, maybe I still got it or I got it better than I used to, or don't yeah. you know, Singing don't get song. it twisted, whatever it is, you know, that should be a given. And and it, and it's, I just think it's funny that they're. I think it's almost like not scripted, but I think it's funny that they're like, "Oh, I have to sing." What, what, you know, but I will what say this: is, right? <laughs> in defense, mm-hmm. I think they should um, have an inclination to want to sing. But with the way they keep presenting the singing situations, Vision. it's like, oh, so now when I walk the street, any old Joe Smo is gonna be like, "Yo, come on, do this," you know, man, come on, do this. <laughs> now that, now that I could see is annoying, and I could see. Yeah. It's not R&B diva plateau for them to feel energized to want to sing. It's always this last minute, oh, by the way, I got this thing coming up. Not, we're going to set up this show and it's going to be properly run. So every time y'all coming out like divas, we got smoke, we got that. It's always in some club or so situation where it's like doing, they want to look like they always doing favors for the homies. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it looked like. It's like they the hook up mistresses off of this. Rather than it being like, okay, since we know this is season three, we're going to design your singing opportunities to be things that make you look good, that will polish your career in the right refinement. And I was going to say, so if you true. look if you look back to the past episodes and you look at some of the events that they've had, they've been kind of raggedy. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. They've been kind of raggedy. I think if, I think yeah. if Angie... I think if Her Angie, body was turned yeah. up, though. I think if Angie would have presented the fact that, hey, I'm having a birthday party and I'm having all of my friends come out. For a jam name, session. Name, name drop some of the people with a jam session. Then the women would have felt more inclined to want to come up, you know, to to want to come and sing. But not, oh, hey, I'm having a birthday party. Well, a say? birthday party... She didn't specify, is it at a venue? Is it at the house? Could have been in her is backyard. It, at the church? it could have been anywhere. And I felt that Angie should have presented it better. Mm-hmm. And then they would have, you know what I'm saying? Because even as us, we are not professional singers. But when friends ask us to do things, whether if it's bring a potato salad to a barbecue, if you tell us at the last minute, we have that right to say, no, no. I don't want to do that. So I feel like, especially in, in, with social media, um, if things are not prepared and organized, yeah. you know, you have to remember everybody has cell phones. Mm. So when mm. you record on a cell phone, the sound is not going to already be great anyway. Mm. So if the sound is not right or if something's not prepared, now this artist now has to try to take away the videos that's on YouTube yeah. of them sounding shitty. And now it affects how their money is going to make when someone wants to hire them. So mm-hmm. I think that they should have a right to say, no, I don't want to sing me personally. I no, I, I see that side of it because there's that, that apprehension that they have because mm-hmm. they know I'm not going to sound the best that I should be sounding. And this is really impromptu. Mm-hmm. So for me to just get up there 
and and be forced to sing or be told the last minute, hey, you want to sing? It's like, well, well, give me maybe maybe if you had planned it out and I had an actual like you know thought yeah. process going up to it, then I would be more you know excited to be on board with it. Yeah. And she had a lot of people on board, so let me just name drop some of the people that was there and on the red carpet was uh, singer Mickey Howard, Regina Bell, mm-hmm. Sherelle, Tony Terry, Allison Williams, uh, going and they off. and they all they all performed. We oh, didn't yeah. see they them, we didn't, we didn't hear them, but we saw that Snippet. you know you we saw snippets. They were and, doing all that, and yeah. they were they were all there. <laughs> And then Angie gets up and does her prompt singing, and Latavia arrives late. Mm-mm. That didn't sit well with Angie. Womp, womp. Um, wait, okay. Can we, she can said, we see? Oh, go yeah, ahead. She, okay. Angie says in her confessional, she didn't appreciate it being disrespectful. Uh, that wasn't cute, and it needs to be fixed. Let me just, before, let me mm. just say this. Go ahead. Um, Larissa's not here. Larissa <laughs> had a birthday party uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was late. I'm always late. <laughs> so, what, what, the, what the hell? What What's the big difference? I knew we was going to be partying until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning anyway. So, right. why do I have to be on time? Exactly. It's a party. Like, be thankful and grateful I came to celebrate you because I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why I'm disrespectful for coming to a party late. And she was sick. I mean, even she was fake sick, whatever. Like, it's a party. It's not like this was a dinner that you paid for that I'm, you know, like getting something for free from. Like, I I totally thought she was out of pocket for that one. And I was just like, it's a party. You need to chill out. It's not that deep. Really? And yeah, as payback, I believe that... <laughs> Because she was upset that she showed up late. Dude, I'm gonna call oh, her. She, she said yeah. she's she said she's gonna call her out. Old school. I'm gonna get you. So let's <laughs> she called her out and she says, You know I can't sing. I got laryngitis. I got laryngitis. In full voice. So in full I'm, voice. I'm gonna let you guys just go. What do you think? I would have at least I mean, come on, Latavia. I would have played that. If I was gonna play, you know, play like I had laryngitis. I you know I can't sing, girl. She should have whispered. To she might not be that good of an actress then. Okay. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's another. Well, that's another. <laughs> another thing to touch upon later. But I mean, at least you know that when you have laryngitis, you don't normally talk in your full talking voice. So to be able be to a club hear wear. her on stage saying that, physically saying that, was just a little funny to me. I was like, girl, you could have played it off a little bit better if you really didn't want to sing that bad, and that was going to be your excuse. <laughs> She should have sent a text message, like yeah, or been whispered in someone's ear, like like yeah, like you yell this out for me, like and and someone did. One of the divas, I can't remember who, Uh, Mila, Mila, Mm -hmm. like she can't sing, she got laryngitis, but (laughs) I didn't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody believed that. Hilarious. I just thought it was was uh, hilarious. And I mean, at the end of the day, I just at the Tavi. Granted, no, she didn't need to be there on time. You know, that was yeah. a little bit much. She should have left somebody. early. If but she really like, wanted to do it right, she would have like, went and left early. To, mm-hmm. to, to play that role, I just can't stand when people like play that kind of victimish role. And it, it's like, it's honestly, it, it's not about you, Latavia. It's Angie's birthday. Mm-hmm. So not saying you have to get up and sing, but don't sit there the rest of the show. Like, 
Can't, but she was and Debbie Downer. You but know, she least. was she was embarrassed. She mm-hmm. was crying. How would you feel if someone called you out to sing, knowing that you've said ten damn times that I'm not ready to sing in front of people? And she called her out. She embarrassed her. Is this your um, defending I the Tavi so. moment? Not yet. Okay, you defend oh, that. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for episode six. I'm just saying that. Okay. Um, she doesn't seem to be very strong. She was crying. And I just don't feel like yeah. that's a victim. I, I would have got I, yeah. up there and been just, like, y'all, yeah. in my in laryngitis voice, <clears throat> y'all, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not up to singing, but happy birthday, Angie. I love you. It's yeah. just hard and to feel it. bad for I a don't professional. Her. That's I like what it. That's is. all it is. I think it's just, I said it before, it's only going to be so many times you can say no mm-hmm. when you call yourself a professional in any kind of aspect. And I think, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, a a broken record that is, the Broke. biggest record of all time. You know what I'm saying? This is she gold. should probably like, sing. It, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Mm. Well, there's two other things that we'll discuss before we wrap. So, Mila Shady. What do you, you mean? You notice how on Confessional she was like, yeah, we got we got Mrs. Blast from the past. Um, she digs every chance that she gets. And then when she was on her phone and she was like, yeah, uh, Latavia has uh, laryngitis. But all in her body language, Mila's a little shady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you I something wrong with him. Something two, wrong with that girl. Two other things. Why was Dottie Peoples there, and why did they get her on? You guys, are you guys in a gospel music church? Well, mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard of Dottie Peoples, but I didn't, I didn't. Why was? But why are you mad? Why yeah, was she, why, that maybe was, she's a friend of Angie's. Oh, Dottie. You know she probably know everybody. Yeah, everybody. And so Selena gets up and sings. Mm-hmm. Does Monifa get up and sing too? Right? Yeah, they, they both get up and sing. I don't think I don't think neither one of them sound great when they got up in song. Me personally, but when you're when you're relaxed and you're drinking and you're just having fun, sometimes your voice may not be ready. Yeah, and liquor does not is not good for your voice. I will say that for real. But overall, I thought it was a great party. What do yeah. you guys think? It was I fun. Thought it was dope. I, yeah. thought, I mean, it looked like a nice grown up affair. You know what I'm saying? I thought. Like, if it was going to be that big, you just wish they would have did better planning for it and made it something that the women could appreciate. I think, like I said, I think for all of them, how they treat each other, they keep asking these favors and setting each other up without (sighs) properly supporting each other to get to do the things that they want. I mean, I could understand why they want to use the resources that they have through the women, but if it's not properly gone about, then this is just always going to be these misfires. Right. I concur. Well, let's go into predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Okay, so I'll just run down the predictions, being that we are a week late. So Mm -hmm. for the predictions, uh, we we have Latavia tells the girls that she had someone say to her that don't go on stage and she discusses her fear Monifa and the girls they go uh, shopping for wedding dresses mm-hmm. uh, there's new rules about the Grammy nominations and then Mila has the um, the autism, autism concert for, for a concert so predictions we already know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's just get happens. to the next one but, so you know we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up and um, we wanna thank you guys for tuning in here to another episode of R&B Divas for yeah, season right. 3 episode 6 please let everyone know where you can be found on social media you can find me at at I'm I'm Taisha Monique T-A-I-S-H-A M-O-N-I-Q-U-E and you can find me at All Eyes on Black 
You can find me on Instagram at Chloe Onyx and on Twitter at Chloe Onyx 11. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. And also tomorrow, uh, you can catch the repeat of the new Fox drama called uh, Gang Related. I'll be playing the role of Play Jefferson. It is awesome. tomorrow hey, night, Friday okay. at 8 p.m. Hey. We want to thank you guys for watching. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.